So, a not-so-serious video to get us started this morning as we look at a fairly serious topic for us. We've been going through these uh, potential barriers to our discipleship. This morning we're going to look at the, the area of spiritual dryness. How many of you have ever felt like either of the first two guys in that video? Spiritually speaking. Like you were about to dry up even though people around you were doing well. Like it's been a while since you really felt refreshed by the living water that Jesus promises. And you've noticed that while you're feeling dry, people around haven't really seemed to notice at all. You ever felt like you were spiritually dry and didn't know why? You used to feel God's presence in special ways. But you just don't right now. It's kind of like those times when prayers seem to bounce off of the ceiling and get no further than the room we're in. Some of you are thinking, yep, been there. Others may not be quite so quick to admit to that. But if you've been a Christian very long, you know that you've either had times like that or that it's possible that you will have times like that at some point. It seems to be a fact of the Christian life. Church history seems to verify it. Personal experiences and writings of some very Christian people seem to agree. So we'll start this morning with a truth related to spiritual drought. Spiritual dryness happens. It just does. It happened to many of the early Christians as well as to Christians in more recent times. It happened to those in the Old Testament who sought to follow the Lord. You'll hear in our scripture this searching for what once was Listen to the expressions of dryness, almost like there's a feeling of being deserted. We're going to read Psalm 42, and I invite you to participate with me as we read responsively this morning. From Psalm 42. As a deer longs for flowing streams, so my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and behold the face of God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me continually, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I went with the throng and led them in procession to the house of God with glad hearts and songs of thanksgiving, a multitude-keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, whom again I shall praise, my help and my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mazar. Deep calls to deep. 
at the thunder of your cataracts. All your waves and your billows have gone over me. By day, the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night, God's song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I mourn because of the oppression of the enemy? Like a deadly wound in my body, my adversaries taunt me. They say to me continually, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, whom again I shall praise, my help and my God. Even in the life of one who seemingly had a special relationship with God, there were times for the psalmist when God seemed to be hard to find, hard to feel, hard to figure out. And it's not only true in Scripture, but in all kinds of writings from the earliest times of the church forward. I've read, I've found more spiritual dryness encounters experiences than we could ever talk about on a Sunday morning. It's a reality of the spiritual life. It's always been an issue for those who seek the Lord. There's an abundance of information concerning this topic out there. Some of that information discusses possible causes of spiritual dryness. And they include things like health, physical or emotional health, Crisis times, it could be times of grief or illness, work, school-related kind of things. It could be a pandemic, which could affect any of us spiritually after a while. They also included the environment in which we're existing emotionally and spiritually, the priorities of life, how busy are we being, dependence on feelings alone, Feelings aren't bad, but when we depend on feelings alone, it might potentially be a cause of dryness. It could be laziness. It could be sin and the effect of sin in our lives. But sometimes, without any apparent cause, we go through spiritually dry times. St. John of the Cross referred to these times as the dark night of the soul. The dark night of the soul. Because in those times, we can't seem to see or understand what's going on. We feel kind of spiritually in the dark. We aren't even sure why. Another truth about spiritual drought. There is not always a cause that is evident to us. There's just not. That seems to be the way the psalmist felt in Psalm 42 that we just read. The expressions of, God, what's going on? Why can't I experience you the way I used to? Those are very real in that psalm. Have you ever had a time like that? Not that you lost your faith, not that God bailed out on you in any way, just that it was a time where you knew Things weren't like they used to be in your relationship with God. 
a few months or a few years ago. There is mountains of evidence that seem to show we all may go through times of spiritual dryness. So I think it's worth looking at. I want to take just a few minutes and consider spiritual dryness and some do's and don'ts related to that. And hopefully they'll be helpful to us this morning. You know, sometimes when we're in dryness or a spiritual desert, kind of like the desert we saw in the video, we feel like we're in a spiritual desert. And in the desert, it's possible to be fooled by some spiritual mirages, something that appears to be real, but is not something that could pull us in. But it's not true and it's not for our best. It's important that we not buy into these spiritual mirages, those things which the enemy might try to use against us. So some do's and don'ts for times where we may find ourselves in a time of spiritual dryness. First, the things we should not do. Don't let feelings fool us. Don't get sucked into seeking some emotional experience rather than seeking God himself. You know, those warm, fuzzy feelings, those emotional high moments where we sense the presence of God. Maybe it's in worship, maybe it's in prayer or Bible study, or maybe you're out marveling at the, at the creation and thinking about the creator and you just feel overwhelmed with a sense of thankfulness and praise and you feel the closeness of God. Those are all great things when they're there, but they are not an indicator of faithfulness. God's faithfulness or our faithfulness. You see, feelings, those warm fuzzies, go up and down and up and down, just like they do in a friendship or a marriage or any other relationship. Feelings do this regularly. They are not consistent and they are not an indicator of God's love for us or God's presence with us. Let's go on. Don't get caught in the trap of thinking, oh, this is the way things will always be now. No. <laughs> we just said that's kind of the way relationships go. Sometimes they're stronger and we feel it more. Sometimes we don't feel it and maybe the relationship needs a little bit of attention. It's the way relationships go. Let's keep moving. Don't feel guilty. Like, oh, this is all my fault. It could be my fault. But in many cases, spiritual dryness is nobody's fault. Don't feel guilty. That gets us nowhere. Don't get caught in the trap of believing, now I'm backsliding. I'm drifting away from the Lord. I'm fading in my faith. Don't get caught in that trap. This may very well not be the cause of spiritual dryness. It can be, sure. But it's possible that it's not. It's often not the case. Don't get caught in that trap of thinking, oh, I'm slipping. I'm backsliding. 
Let's move on. Don't slack off in our walk with God is the next direction. We don't know how long a period of dryness might last, but it's crucial that we continue to do our best in walking with God faithfully, including through things like scripture reading and prayer. Because we don't feel the closeness or the life in the Lord that we used to at one point doesn't take away the impact of scripture and prayer. It doesn't take away the importance of walking with the Lord. Next, don't become totally dependent on others. Others can help us. Others can encourage us, but they cannot completely carry us long term. Can they lift us when we're down? Absolutely. Can they walk beside us? Absolutely. But their relationship with God cannot replace our own relationship with God. Depend on others partly when we need them? Absolutely. But don't become totally dependent on others to carry us through. Don't be jealous of others. Don't envy someone else just because they appear to have a great relationship with God while ours seems kind of dry and dull. They may have been through something similar earlier. Or there may come a time when they're going through it and they can look at you and go, oh, I need that. Don't be jealous of other people. Finally, don't ignore or deny the fact of our dryness. Dryness happens. Don't pretend it doesn't. Don't try to ignore it. Don't try to just look beyond it. It's real. It happens. Don't pretend. So what should we do during times of spiritual dryness? Let's look at a couple of do's. Do Honestly pray. Be straightforward with God. Admit feeling dry and deserted. You'll recognize at least one phrase from Psalm 22, but listen to the cry from the spiritual desert. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from the words of my groaning? Oh, my God, I cry out by day. But you do not answer. That's pretty honest. That's pretty straightforward praying to God. Lord, what's going on? God can handle it. God can take it. Be honest. Be straight with God. Next, do acknowledge that spiritual dryness can be a, a normal occurrence for Christians, for any Christians. It's not necessarily punishment. It's not necessarily correction. It's not necessarily chastisement from God. Sometimes it just happens. You can read through the biographies of great people of faith, and many of them will have stories about extended periods of spiritual dryness in their lives. 
wasn't their fault. They didn't give up. They didn't quit. They walked through it and experienced the faithfulness of God as they went. Understand spiritual dryness can be a normal occurrence for Christians. Do seek God, not just feelings. We talked about feelings. But understand, we're justified by faith, not by feelings. Check out Romans 5.1 for that truth. Remember, feeling dry is not the same as being dry. Let me give you an example. If on any given day, a mother wakes up and just doesn't feel like being mom today, does that mean she no longer loves her children? No, of course not. What it probably means is that despite her feelings, she goes about caring for her children anyway, demonstrating real and selfless love because that's who she is. It can be similar in our spiritual life. We may not always feel it, but we can still do it. And what we need to understand is that feeling like we may be in the desert is not the same thing as being deserted. You hear me? Feeling like we're in the desert spiritually is not the same as being deserted. We're called to continue to be Christian, regardless of feeling. Seek God, not just feelings. Do remember the good old days with the purpose of returning. Psalm 42, we just read this verse. These things I remember as I pour out my soul. Remembering what it was once like can be a good thing. It can help us to hang on through the struggles of dry times and press on to those times where we feel a little more of the presence of God. Again, not that feeling is everything, but remembering those times helps us to move forward, to trust God, to continue our journey with Jesus so that we get back to where we once were. Do share this concern with, them, with some other people that you trust so they can pray for you. Got some close Christian friends from a Bible study, a prayer group, a Christian journey group, family maybe. It's okay to share with them, you know, I'm kind of struggling. I haven't lost my faith. I don't believe God's bailed on me. But things just kind of seem kind of meh right now in my relationship with God doesn't seem to be the same kind of freshness in life. It's okay to share that with people you trust, people who are sisters and brothers in the Lord, and to ask them to pray for you. Do share the concern with others. And finally, do remain faithful at the Christian disciplines. Prayer, Bible study, worship, service, 
tithing, fasting, any number of those things. There's always the hope and promise of renewal and the refreshing of the spirit. And as long as we continue to be faithful in spiritual exercise, God's going to use all that at some point to refresh and renew. From a spiritual standpoint, our most important need is to realize that even in the deepest spiritual darkness, God is with us in the dark. Though there may be little awareness of God's presence, God has promised to never leave us or forsake us. Though our prayers may seem to get no answer, God is answering by giving us the faith and the strength with which to carry on. Over and over again, I found testimonies, writings of people going through spiritually dry times where God used that time to call them into a deeper relationship with himself. It is a tool God can use if we allow him to. If we remember that God is faithful, if we remember that God is much wiser than we are, if we remember that God always works for the best, for us. And the best is an even deeper relationship with our Lord. Remember these words from Hebrews 13:8. You'll recognize them. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God in the flesh. Jesus Christ is Faithful. What, me, what we feel may change, what we experience may be ups and downs, but our God never changes. We must understand spiritual dryness as a part of the journey. Spiritual lives seem to have seasons, kind of like the natural world has seasons. We go through one season and it passes. We go through another season and we keep going. God may be allowing us to wander in the desert through a season. But God is with us in the desert. God is with us still when we reach the end of that desert. And God walks with us beyond the desert because God is faithful. We need to continue to seek God in all we do, trusting in the wisdom and love of God to guide us so that these possible times of spiritual dryness don't become long-term barriers to our discipleship. Though we may feel like we're in the desert, we are never deserted. God is faithful. Will you pray with me? Lord, we believe you're faithful, always. You're faithful when things feel great and warm and fuzzy. When you seem close to us and we seem close to you. You're faithful when we feel little or nothing. God, remind us again today of your faithfulness.
that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. I pray, Lord, for any who may be going through a dry time right now, whether it's a little or a lot. I pray that you carry them, strengthen them, remind them of your love in fresh new ways. Give them hope of next steps. Give them endurance to continue on the journey. Give them consistent reminders of your love and your promise to walk with them every step of the way. Continue with us all, God, as we occasionally encounter barriers to our discipleship. Remind us that you walk with us through them all and take us beyond them by your power, by your love, by your grace. I pray, God, that you would reign as Lord and God. Reign in our heart and soul, reign in our lives, our churches, our homes. Bring a fresh reign of your spirit in all those places. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.